Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter where you're from. You have a tail. You matter. On this show, we strive to bring you the tales of people from Small Hope College in Holland, Michigan. So join us. Sit back, relax, kick your feet up, plug in the headphones, or crank the music up on your drive, and just listen to our tales. Because it doesn't matter where you're from, doesn't matter who you are, you have a tale and you deserve to be heard. Ladies, gentlemen, and everybody else, welcome to the Tales of Hope podcast. My name is Nick McNamara. If you don't know that, you're a little behind, but let me give you a refresher. I graduated from Hope in 2017. I am currently a custodian there, and I also run a podcast. So, yeah, that's something different. (laughs) Um, You can find the podcast on Facebook at Tales of Hope Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, at Tales of Hope Pod, one word, no spaces, all lowercase, you'll find it, don't worry, just look for the uh, blue and orange ink, I almost said anchor, eh, yeah, there's an anchor in there, <laughs> blue and orange logo, um, find us on YouTube, at Tales of Hope Podcast, the Anchor app, search Tales of Hope, or you can go on the website, anchor.fm, slash Tales of Hope, Through that, you can find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and I am so happy to announce that we are on Apple Podcasts, which you can find through iTunes. That is amazing. That was the goal from day one to get us on there because that will help us out immensely in getting people to listen. So, if you are not listening to this what is your problem? How, how are you even hearing this in the first place? <laughs> um, yeah, spread the word. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Put it on the background for your pets. I don't know. Do something. Um, but for those of you who have been here since the start, and those of you who are new, thank you for the support. Really appreciate it. I do not have a guest today. If you follow the social media pages, you will realize that I am doing something different. Something I want to try because, you know, originally this podcast started as one where I would talk to people, but, you know, it's, it shouldn't just be about people. It's a podcast about hope. So I want to talk about the buildings too, especially now that I'm a custodian. I'm in these buildings. I see some things that, you know, a student or faculty member might not see, which at times it's not the best but so I just want to spread a little knowledge on those buildings as well as the people so if you don't like hearing me speak by myself just ignore these building episodes I don't blame you but if you are interested we're gonna try that let me know in the comments or now I can finally say these amazing words Leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and let me know there. I've waited to 
say that ever since day one. So, yeah, like I said, this is going to be something a little different. We're going to give it a shot. We're going to see how it goes. I think it will go well because I was actually really interested with what I learned about our first building. But before we begin, I need to say something real quick. I had reached out, oh, maybe a week, week and a half ago to Public Affairs Marketing. Both see maybe if they want to help with advertising, getting the show out there. But also, just to make sure I'm doing everything right. Because I don't think I've ever said, this is not an official Hope College podcast. Like, I'm not sponsored by Hope. Hope isn't providing me with anything for this. Like, right now, I'm recording this episode in my apartment. Like, I'm not in a fancy studio, or I'm not back in the AV room like I have been. Like, I'm just doing this on my own. So please don't think that, you know, Hope is paying me extra for this. We're giving me some special benefits. They're not. This is my project. And so that's why, you know, I don't say, you know, I'll say I'm a custodian at Hope College. I'll talk to the people of Hope, but I'm not sitting here saying, you know, just, I'm not <sighs> trying to think of where it was. Basically, I'm not being told by Hope College, hey, put on this podcast. This is all me. This is all what was going on in my brain, what I wanted to do. So I just want to get that out there in case anybody thinks this and gets angry with the college. Do not get angry at the college. Get angry at me. I will take this criticism. We don't want to cause any issues. So just need to get that out there. I heard back from them. And they said, you know, eh, just make sure that you're not, you know, making it out to be like you're sponsored by it, which I try not to. But I just wanted to let you guys know about that. So, that aside, everything else taken care of, we shall move on to our subject for today. That being Van Wylen Library. I wanted to choose this one as our first because when I was kind of trying to do research on it, which, by the way, these are going to be very difficult episodes for me to do because there's not a lot of info on, like, the history and everything that I could find online for some of these buildings. So from what I was told, I will have to speak with somebody over at the Joint Archives, or the Tile Building, as it's officially called. Uh, apparently the director over there is big into building history, so I will need to sit down and see what he has to say for some of the other ones, but regarding the library, it was kind of easy to find some info. And actually, it's really cool to see, you know, because I know a lot about the building from cleaning there for a year now and being a student for five years, but I'm also going to talk to you about who it was named after. So that was really cool to read up on them. Anyways, I am rambling. Um, forgot how difficult this is to do with one person instead of two so bear with me but yes like i said van wylen library is our subject today this building was completed in 1988 so 30 years of the library this year wow um it is named after hope's ninth president dr gordon j van wylen and his wife 
the late Dr. Margaret D. Van Wylen, who unfortunately passed away just recently. Did I? Oh, I didn't even write that? Oh. Also, if you hear me talking to myself, I'm sorry. I have my notes up on my laptop, and I just realized I didn't write that she had died. Whoops, I'm so sorry. Anyways, that was back in August. Yes, that was back in August when we lost her. But anyways, a little bit about them. As I think I said, hopefully. Uh, Gordon Van Wylen was Hope's ninth president. He was born February 6th, 1920 in Grant, Michigan. He was a physicist and an author of thermodynamics textbooks. Much more... Much smarter than I will ever be. I could not... Um, my brain does not work in regards to science and math and all that junk. One textbook that he worked on, which I could find, is called The Fundamentals of Classical Thermodynamics. And he received recognition for mentioning quote-unquote, a creator in something that he wrote about the second law of thermodynamics. And I took this quote from his Wikipedia page. That's how famous he is. Uh, it says, or he said, a final point to be made is that the second law of thermodynamics and the principle of increase in entropy have great philosophical implications. The question that arises is how did the universe get into the state of reduced entropy in the first place, since all natural processes known to us tend to increase entropy? The, the author, who Gordon is saying the author of the second law of thermodynamics, I believe, and don't quote me on that, the author has found that the second law tends to increase in his conviction that there is a creator who has the answer for the future destiny of man and the universe, a.k.a. God. So, he received some recognition for mentioning that, basically, second law of thermodynamics made this author realize that there is God. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> so, in... From 1969 to 1972, he was the chair of the physics department at the University of Michigan, which I say with a little bit of bleh, because I'm a Notre Dame fan. I was born in South Bend. <laughs> so I, I'm sure he did a fantastic job there. Uh, from 1972, after he was done, after he left the physics department at U of M, until 1987, he was, as I said, the ninth president of Hope College. And his wife, Margaret, was born August 5th, 1924, in Grand Haven, Michigan, which is actually not that far from where we are. Or, well, we as in Hope College, I should say. Not we as in everybody listening, because I don't know where you all are actually from. Actually, if you would like to let me know where some of my listeners are from, Please, feel free to let me know in the comments. Um, actually, as I said, she died not too long ago. She died on August 4th of this year. One day shy of her 94th birthday. Very sad. 
Um, she graduated from Duke University in Durham, North Carolina, in 1945. Attended, uh, attended, sorry, biblical seminary in New York City for a year, then went to the U of M Medical School. While she was completing her degree at the U of M Medical School, she was diagnosed with tuberculosis, unfortunately, which kept her in the hospital for 16 months. She didn't graduate until 1952, which, yeah, I would say dealing with tuberculosis and being in a hospital for 16 months will push you back. She originally did not follow or get into the medical field, though. She, after she graduated, she spent time with her family, and then in 1975, um, entered the psychiatry field. She was the medical director of the psychiatric unit and the chair of the psychiatric department at Holland Hospital, and she retired, oh, wait, before retirement, she was also a staff psychiatrist at Ottawa County Community Mental Health, wow, and Child Family Services before retiring from the field in 1994. Wow. That, again, like I said, my brain does not work with sciences and everything, so <laughs> these two were, these two were very intelligent. They had five children, three of whom graduated from Hope. And actually, one, Dr. David Van Wylen, is part of our biology faculty and is the Dean for the Natural and Applied Sciences right now. He joined the staff in 2015, so he is recent, pretty recent hire, but the Van Wylen name lives on here at Hope. And I saw this when I was reading an article from Hope College about Margaret's death during Gordon's time as president, and Dennis, if you ever listen to this podcast, I'm sorry, because this kind of makes you sound old, our current president, Dr. Dennis Voskull, was a member of the religion department. And remember, I said Gordon was president here from 72 to 87. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying anything, Dennis. <laughs> um... So that is kind of the history of Gordon and Margaret, who our library is named after. As you can see, there's a very good reason why they named this after her, them. They contributed a lot to this community. And even after retiring, they stayed in the area. They went on May term, study abroad May term classes on a few of them with the the class, and they also still attended sporting events and other Hope College events. So they stayed in touch with the community for, you know, the rest of their lives, and Gordon is still alive at this point, so he might be attending these events still. Anyways... In 2004, the Van Wylen Library was awarded the Association of College and Research Libraries Excellence in Academic Library Awards. Well, sorry. 
Excellence in Academic Libraries Award, which I took this from the American Library Association website, is basically, quote unquote, this award is to recognize the accomplishments of librarians and other library staff as they come together as members of a team to support the mission of their institution. This is given out to every year, three colleges, a community college, a it's at a community college, a college, and a university. So, 2004, we were the college recipient. And I'm not sure, I didn't realize it for a while, that uh, I'm not sure if our listeners realize the difference between a college and a university. The difference being that a college is just one school, whereas a university will have you know, maybe a school of business, a school of law, a school of education, da-da-da-da-da-da. You get the idea. So, that is the distinction between a college and a university, which we only have one school. In 2013, the music library from Nykirk, which I know if you are a younger student following this, you will not know what you'll know Nykirk as a competition between freshmen and sophomore females and males but you will not know the building unfortunately that was a an amazing building oh pretty old it was it should have been either updated or demolished which it was but it was still a fantastic building you youngsters and everyone nowadays knows that, or knows that area where it was as the new Boltman Student Center. So, when you walk in there, you're also with... <laughs> my paranormal self likes to think that you are with the ghosts of Nykirk when you are there. Um, if you have never been to the library, there are five floors in it. So I will start from the... Fourth floor, work my way down to the basement. I count that. Um, and I've got a list of just... I looked at a floor plan. And I also have walked around there enough times cleaning to know all the buildings, but... Oh, sorry. Mm. I have walked around there, you know, cleaned enough to know that most of the stuff are off the top of my head, but I thought I should write it down just in case. Or look up a floor plan, I mean. So, starting up on the fourth floor, there's one project room that you can use. That's kind of, uh, it's not exactly, a, and you could use this group study. There are, I believe, I've seen two chairs in the project rooms. This is for, you know, if you need to lay out something. If you were, you know, it's generally a one-person room. If you want to, I don't know, lay out a bunch of papers or... You know, if you have a big, I guess I don't know, like, sheet of grid paper, I'm kind of dating my, dating my 24-year-old self by saying that for, like, architecture or drafting or something like that, you would want to use this room as it's larger than the small study carols, which I will get to in a second. So, fourth floor, there's one project room for group studies, like I mentioned, these are for four students, one table, a decent-sized room. Uh, 
These group studies have a nice, eh, some of them have a nice window view, others you're looking at the roof of the building. Until you're not getting the greatest view, but hey, still a nice view of looking outside. Six faculty studies are also on the fourth floor. These are, as I said, faculty studies. So they, you, um, faculty members can, I think, apply, maybe? I'm not sure. Don't quote, don't quote me on, like, any of this information you guys are getting from this, because you would need to ask about this. This is just kind of what I have learned as I've worked there and, you know, seen everything. But the faculty can apply to have this study for a semester or maybe a full year. I, as a janitor, I've seen the lists of them in case, you know, somebody moves out at semester, at the end of the semester, and we need to clean it to get ready for the next person moving in, just like we do with dorm rooms. So, you can have, they, the faculty, will have it for a certain amount of time, but that is, you know, if they need to work on something, they don't want to be in the office, they go into the faculty study, work on their stuff there, which is, that's pretty cool, you know? That would be kind of a cool thing to have at your disposal, especially if you work in, I don't know, maybe, say, DeVos, where it can get a little loud. You know, that would be, that would be really cool. <laughs> um, on fourth floor, there are also these, as I mentioned, the single-person study carols. Basically, imagine kind of a, kind of like a cubicle like an office cubicle that you see, the stereotypical one with the tall walls and dividing you from everyone else. It's similar to that. It's just kind of, it's set into the wall. You have two walls coming out on either side of you, so you still have your privacy, but you're also not shut into a room. So it's open air, people can walk behind you, but you have that privacy of just sitting there, you don't have to share it with other people, etc., etc. There, it's set up similar to a uh, a dorm desk in that you have, you know, the main desk right above your legs. You have a top shelf-ish kind of thing, but then you also have a light underneath that shelf that you can turn on when it, you know. If it's too dark for you, or there's not enough light coming into the building, etc. There's also a outlet on these carols. So if you have your laptop with you, or whatever, you can plug it in there and make sure it's charged. Which, that's really cool. Um, let's see, fourth floor. There's a decent amount of these. I didn't count, so if you would actually like to... See these floor plans that I used for this. If you go on to hope.edu, if you search like library floor plans, you can find these. They're on like the library page. But I just found that if you search floor plans on there, it's a lot easier to find. So, <clears throat> sorry, my throat is. Give me one sec, guys. Oh, there we go.
Oh, sorry, my throat was getting real dry. Where was I? Oh, yeah, the study, or, sorry, the floor plans. Yeah, search them, search for them. You can find them, kind of get an idea. Or, why would you do that? When you can just walk to the library and check it out yourself. I did not take advantage of the library's facilities that much when I was a student. I was not the best student. Let me just say that right now. I was not good. Eh, I was a good student. Eh. Good is... Yeah, let's not go into my grades, but I graduated. That's all that matters. I have a degree. I survived. <laughs> but no, I take advantage of the library because it's amazing. That's why I'm doing this. So I can tell you all about these amazing things that the library has and you can take advantage of them along with everything that i've mentioned so far the project room group studies faculty studies the study carols there are three large furnished reading areas these have similar tables to what the group studies have four people to a table they also have pretty nice little armchairs and smaller tables they look like look like an ottoman if new students might not know what an ottoman is faculty staff everyone else you should hopefully know if you're old i almost said older wow that would not be nice of me to say but you you get the idea people it's small i would not put your feet up on that i really don't want to be cleaning your disgusting shoe junk off of these tables but yeah so it has those there are three one at the north end yeah one at the north end overlooking pillar church one at the south end looking out at the science center and then one at the east end looking at Voorhees actually so you have some nice views from there and also it's fourth floor fourth and third floors and the basement are all quiet room or quiet floors so you go up there and it's very quiet it's used for studying so if you need a quiet place get there my advice to all of you students especially you young ones who have not encountered the craziness that is exam week yet when you need a place to study, you get to the library at like 8 a.m. When it opens, you find a study room and you claim it for the rest of the day. Because if you get there, even 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, you know, not too long after the library has been open, everything is taken and the library itself is packed. So, little advice for you all, get there early during exam week. Or you're going to need to find another building to study in. So that is the fourth floor. I, I could not tell you what types of books are on each of these floors. It lists them online. Or you go in the library and you can see on the first floor near the elevator, there's a listing of... Sorry. There's a listing of the let's see um i almost call them call signs though i can't think of it 
my librarian friends, I'm sorry. Please let me know what the class, the identification, almost said classification too. I don't, I don't know. I, please just, my librarian friends, I know there are a couple that listen to the show. Just please let me know and educate me. And so then we can educate everyone else. Anyways, you'll be able to find out what books are on each floor by looking at that and then the sort of floor plan-ish thing hanging up next to it. And I actually believe that's on every floor, not just first. So that was fourth floor. And I, I'm apologizing if, you, if I still have listeners right now. I apologize for all the rambling. Like I said, this is a one-person show right now. This is kind of difficult to do. I'm trying to expand this out because I could have read everything that I've written, been done in like 15 minutes, but I don't want that. And that's kind of a waste. So right now we're 28 minutes exactly. Um, yeah, so I know I'm rambling. I'm sorry. If I lost you, I'd completely understand. But if you're still here with me, we are now moving on to the third floor of the library. Very similar setup. It has one project room, only two group studies, but there used to be faculty studies. No longer are they faculty. They are single student studies, or you can have another student in there with you. There are two chairs, I believe, in each. You can reserve these, actually. Actually, I think you can reserve group studies, maybe? Don't. Don't quote me on that for like the third time. Don't quote me on that. But these single students, you can reserve these. And it's, they're very nice. They all have a window, so you have a nice view. They all have a desk with a light. And the, there are bookshelves in there left over from the faculty. So I don't know why you would need a bookshelf if you were only renting it for, or, yeah, I guess renting it for, you know, the hour and a half, two hours, three hours, however long you're in there for. But there's a bookshelf in there if you need one. Um, along with that, there are those study carols. The study carols are on all but first floor. There used to be some on first floor, but with the remodeling that they did, those have been taken out. Which, by the way, anybody who is listening to this who has been at Hope before, like maybe an alumni, and hasn't been in the library since this summer, please come back, check out the first floor. They redid that, and it looks amazing now. There are no more study carols. It is wide open. For, yeah, it's wide open. And it looks amazing. And it's a lot easier for me to clean, too, so I'm happy about that. But, anyways, so, along with the study carols, again, three large furnished reading areas. Same as fourth floor, they're on the north, south, and east sides. Oh, sorry. And uh, you get similar, yeah, you get the same views. Just not really, eh, you kind of get a rough view on some of them, but yeah, it's, you're looking outside, and if it's a beautiful day, you get to enjoy it, so. I wouldn't complain. On down to the second floor. Now we're getting something different. The audiovisual room. 
which I have used for two shows now because it's very easy to kind of seclude yourself and it's mm, decently soundproof, I'd say. You're not catching much sound if you want a quiet place to record a podcast, for example. Not a bad idea. Or record something else for class. Oh, excuse me. You can go in there, use it. They have a... I believe it's one of those... I don't know the official terms for it, but one of like the desktop Apple computers. I'm not, I don't know what they're called, I can't remember, but you have one of those. You have a Yeti Snowball mic, which is pretty good. That would be good sound quality for a podcast, unlike the... Eh, okay, these dual lapel mics are good enough. I should not talk about them poorly. They've... They're serving a purpose. They're good. Um, there's also a fully functioning keyboard in there as well. And a set of, I believe it's a set of headphones in there for use with the keyboard. So you have a lot to use in there. And that room is barely used. I don't know why. It is amazing. So please use it. You have to check out the key from Media Services. I'm not sure if they always keep your ID or what. I know they kept mine, but when I recorded the episode with Mike Donato, they, I don't believe they kept his. So bring your ID with you if you're going to use that. You need to grab the key that way, but it's well worth it. Also, two group studies on the east east end of it no no sorry south end yeah the south end of it looking out at the, like the science center you have two group studies down there these ones are a little different because they have whiteboards in the rooms so that's very nice and that they're not really larger no they're not they're about the same size so you've got those um sorry getting lost in my notes the library teaching lab, which is near those group studies. If you have taken a class where you have to do some sort of research, you will most likely have gone to the library teaching lab and sat down with one of the research librarians, whether that be Mike or Jessica or Todd or Rachel. Someone will have been in there with you and walked you through how to use the databases that we have access to to research so that is up there that's a very nice setup there's also the Granberg room which is on the north end close to the director's office which classes have used that but Mainly, I've seen it, well, mainly it's used for classes. Again, similar to the library teaching lab, I believe. I think I only had one class, one or two classes that used the Granberg rooms. I can't remember. But also, I know during the summer, there were presentations that went on in there. And those were, I believe, research presentations. So, it's a nice, nice-sized room. Kind of a standard lecture setup, if you know what I'm talking about. It, it's a nice room. 
And it's also pretty quiet in there. You're kind of secluded from everybody else. Again, the single-person study curls in, on this floor. Um, two reading areas, including the... One is now called the Musty Alcove, named after A.J. Musty, who I didn't know about, so if you don't know about him until you hear this, welcome to the club. <laughs> he was a Hope grad who won the Nobel Peace Prize. He peacefully protested every war that the United States was in during his lifetime, and had a major impact, influence, I guess you can say influence, on the peaceful protesting that went on. So, we are coming up, we're dedicating the alcove, officially. And I believe there's going to be, I think there's going to be a bust of him sitting over there, maybe. But, that's a very nice, quiet corner. But then there's also... A very large reading area slash, I guess, not really group study, but there are the tables that group studies have sitting there. It's just like an open-air group study area, sort of. But it also has a bank of, sorry, I believe about 12 computers that you can use. Uh, all you do is sign in with your One Hope, and you have access to it. There are also some, I'm trying to think, I can't think of a number, printers and copiers and scanners available to use near there. Like I mentioned, the director's office is in there. Kelly, um, sorry, uh... Previous guest that we had on here, let's see, two people ago, Tori Longfield, if you remember that episode, we recorded it in her office, which is on the second floor, it is just past the computers, is in between the computers and the director's office. So, like we said, keep going along the east wall, you'll find her. Her office is there. If you're an education student, then you will most likely be using the curriculum library in that area for your classes. That is on the second floor. Across from that is the media services desk where you can do color printing and color copying there. Cost money. Whoa. Hold on. Sorry about that. My Internet Explorer just went down for... Er... Not Internet Explorer. I'm not an old... I need to watch what I'm saying. I almost said I'm not an old person. I do not use Internet Explorer. I'm trying to get used to this new computer. It's Microsoft Edge. Not used to it. Sorry. Um, what was I saying? Oh, Media Desk. You can color print, color copy. You can also, if you are, if you found books or second floor, I almost forgot, also has DVDs and music that you can check out. If you're checking that stuff out. You can check it out up there at the media services desk. You don't have to take it down to first floor to the circulation desk. That is pretty cool. Next to the media desk is the tech lab. So if you have, if you are using a program for a class, 
and you're struggling with it, say, I don't know. I don't even know what all they cover, I just know the icons, but if you're struggling with something, someone in there knows how to use the program and they will sit down and work with you on it, which is really cool. Excuse me. Also connected, or sorry, in that same area, there is a small hallway that connects to Van Zorn Hall, which is very helpful. If you have, say, you know, day like today, very cold out, feels like there should be snow on the ground, but there's not, and you don't want to walk all the way down to Van Zorn, you just go in the library, go up to the second floor, cut through the Van Zorn that way, you're warm, you're in the building you need to be, everything's good. Sorry. <clears throat> Um, to first floor now. This is my floor that I keep clean, so if you see anything wrong with it, please let me know and I will try to clean it. <laughs> there is a very large reading area, so how the first floor used to be set up were, there were, I don't even know, maybe 10 bookshelves, and then study carol. oh, I was wrong, there are study carols there, totally forgot about that, but there were a couple sets of study carols and I'm trying to remember I think I can't remember what else got taken out but anyways there was a lot there there are now two bookshelves the one set of study carols like I said but it's now more wide open there is or sorry there are two new group study tables which are unlike what I was talking about in the other group studies. These have two computer screens, very large computer screens, attached to them. And in the center, yeah, in the center of the table, there are, I don't know, I think, I think there's HDMI and maybe mini HDMI, like all the different HDMI cords. And I think some types of USB, I'm not sure, I'm not skilled on this stuff. So, sorry, but anyways, they have a lot there that you can use, which is very cool. If you need to use those, talk, try not to be, don't have to try to be quiet. Those are very nice. There's also in the east end of the library, so near where you first come in, there is the... Sorry if I'm saying this wrong. I don't know if it's Clooster, Cloister, I don't remember. But the writing center. The Cloister, I think, Center for Excellence in Writing is what it's called. Please take advantage of that, people. I can't stress enough how helpful they are. They will help you proofread it. They will help you if you need like to bounce ideas off of them for a paper. They will do everything they can to help you with your papers. So... They are a fantastic resource. Use them. I guess across from them, but not in the main library, kind of in the, I guess like a little lobby area, there's the Cup and Chaucer, which is a little mini coffee bar. They sell snacks. They sell drinks. They sell ice cream. They have 
a freezer full of, or not really, yeah, of uh, Ben and Jerry's. The, the little really good pints. I think they're the pints. Yeah, they sell those. I may have taken advantage of that every so often, but, you know, hey, it's worth it. Trust me. Um, that is over there if you need a break. There are also, there's a little area set aside for you to sit down and study or do whatever you need to. There's some tables. Back in the main library area, there's the main circulation desk where you can check out items or I believe they have some things you might be able to rent out maybe I feel like I've seen that when I've gone behind there cleaning anyways that is over there you can also borrow items that are on reserve for your classes say a professor has a DVD you need to watch for class they'll put that on reserve and it's back there Nobody else but the students in that class can check it out, which is really cool, very helpful. Um, some of those, they go, so there's a sheet I saw back there. You can check them out. It depends on who the prof what the professor wants. You can check them out for four days, check them out for one day, or only for four hours. Those four-hour ones are library use only. And there's also technical services where they do all the over there they will bring in new books because that's where the loading dock and the receiving area is bring in new books you know check them in the system do all that they take books out of circulation all the, the technical side of the library like i said technical services very cool and then to the basement there are four group studies um those are along i get confused on in the basement because there are no windows four group studies on the north end so when you come down the steps come out just go straight and you'll hit them those ones are maybe a little larger they all have whiteboards in them very nice again they have bookshelves not sure why but they have bookshelves they're also Study carols, there are a lot of these. There's also one desk in the middle, it's very, it's almost Knights of the Round Table esque desk. It's very large and it has, don't quote me for the fourth time, um, I believe eight little study carols there, which, you know, that's pretty cool. It's a very nice setup. There's also a reading area where I keep saying, you know, east side for all the other floors. Again, over there, smaller than the others. Not quite as much stuff. Um, six faculty studies. Yeah, on the south end. The rare book room over on the west side. Finally, I see something on the west side. Um... That has books that have been donated that you either can't find anywhere else or, you know, very low, very few is surviving publications. These are much older books than what you will find in circulation. 
in order to and not you can't check anything out of there in order to read something from there you have to from what i read online get a librarian and they have to be in there with you as you are using the book these are you can see them in if you go in the rare book room sometimes classes use it you will see around you in the class cases all like most of the books these are you know almost i think of harry potter and i believe it's the first one yeah in the first one when he's walking through the library into the restricted area how old those books looked that is what these are like and that's really cool in there very fascinating i have not had to check anything out there so i don't know what the process is exactly like but that is just what i read online and yeah it's very cool in there if you like history you'll be very fascinated by that also basement is where our office is located so yeah please do not stop in there we have too much stuff of value we don't want anything being stolen you don't need to deal with our chemicals don't worry but you will see our office open so if you're wondering what that room is that's what it is and 48 minutes of ranting later that is the library this is a huge building very cool I have been spooked out by being in there when it's dark and alone. I, if you want to hear my ghost stories from campus, <laughs> let me know. I would love to talk about them because I've had quite a few. Anyways, guys, that is the end of this episode. Let me know what you think about it. I know, it, like I said, you know, I'm ranting, I'm pausing, I'm doing all this stuff. I'm still trying to get used to this whole solo podcast thing it's kind of difficult so my apologies bear with me the show is still young we got a lot of stuff to fix but we will fix it again thank you for listening you know where to find us facebook just search tales of hope podcast instagram and twitter at tales of hope pod again one word all lowercase no underscores nothing 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 just tales of hope pod YouTube, Tales of Hope Podcast, Anchor app, search Tales of Hope, or go on the website anchor.fm slash Tales of Hope. And if you go on there, you can then listen to the podcast through links to Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and, like I said, finally, Apple Podcasts. Again, thank you for the support on this show. This has been really cool to do it's been fun to sit down with people fun to do the research on this and yeah this is just this is something i've wanted to do for a while in different formats but now that i've started listening to podcasts while at work i felt like this was going to be the good one for me so keep following the show keep supporting it just thank you i really appreciate all the support i appreciate you bearing through all my rants all my ramblings all the pauses and awkwardness just thank you i was gonna say something else i feel like oh yes it's just this beginning of the show so maybe some people won't be here hear it i will most likely not be doing an episode next week i apologize i'll be breaking the streak of this is going to be seven episodes in a row or seven weeks in a row that i've done have to break it 
Mom and I are moving into a new apartment. Um, next Wednesday, starting then. So, I need to be focusing on moving, unpacking and all that. I need to put this on hold just for one week is the plan. If I have to do something else, check social media and I will let you know. But that's what I'm hoping is all it's going to be. Give me some time. I am tired. I'm worn out from a lot of things, I guess. So, yeah, this would be a nice time to just kind of unwind. Try to build up another guest list. Now that we are getting close to the end of the semester, we can start pulling more guests. We can start pulling the football coaches. I am very excited about that. One is already lined up. I will not say who, but he told me after Thanksgiving he would be happy to be on. We have another kinesiology professor coming on the show. He said, second half of the semester, well, we're the second half of the semester. So, I reached out to him. He's coming on. Who else do I have? I have another student at some point when her schedule is free, which doesn't sound like it's going to be for a while. She's going to come on the show. Looking forward to that. I have another librarian. Mm, librarians in the kinesiology department with the two coaches we had previously. That's been a lot of our guests. My apologies. I'm trying to get some more variety going on. Bear with me. This show is just getting off the ground. Hopefully. I... Yeah. So, I was going to say a story. I'll put that. Check social media. You can find where this... You can find what I'm about to say on the Facebook page because I think it's really cool. So, check Facebook. Remember, just search Tales of Hope Podcast. You will find us there. Um, yeah, so, this is the end of the show, and please do not forget, you can be a ranting, rambling, college custodian like myself, you can be a student, you can be chaplain, you can be a coach, you can be this, you can be that, doesn't matter, you matter, you have a tale to tell, your tale deserves to be heard, come on this show, we will get your story out there. And who knows what kind of an impact that will have on others. So, my name is Nick McNamara. Wow. Nick McNamara. Wow, I kind of mumbled that out there. Sorry. I'm also very tired. This has been the Tales of Hope podcast. I will see you guys in two weeks.